Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On The Pace on this Monday morning. I trust the weekend was good for you. You enjoyed the end of the Melbourne Cup Carnival. We're into a different carnival. It's actually Cup Week in New Zealand in Christchurch. All three codes, the Gallops, the Harness, and the Greyhounds will talk to Mark Purden very shortly about his chances in the New Zealand Cup tomorrow, one of the great races in Australasian harness racing. On the local front, though, in New South Wales, we have Newcastle today, so Newey Racing for the day meeting. The Canberra meeting, which was to have been tonight, uh, has been abandoned. So no Canberra tonight, but Newey today. And Chris Geary is heading there. He's in good form. Chris, thanks for taking the time to join us on Sky Sport Radio this morning, mate. Yeah, good morning, mate. Mate, you're on the first drive of the day. Comes at 1.42, race two. You're on the Poobah. Has barrier one on the second line. What can you tell our listeners about your chance in race two? Yeah, he's, um, he's quite a progressive little um, horse, Mickey. Um, he came along um, a while ago and we sort of worked him up and um, didn't really know what to expect from him and he sort of just got a little bit better and better. Um, went to the trials, trialled well and then came out first up and won well at Penrith um, about 10 days ago or so. So, um, yeah, he sort of just sort of kept stepping up along the way and um, although today looks like there's a pretty handy one in there with um, Paul Fitzpatrick's runner, Sue Rainbow. Um, probably the hard to beat that... Um, you know, with, with even life, I think he'll be running on. All right, mate, on to the fourth on the card. You drive Girl from Oz for Darren McCall. A couple of drives for Darren today. Second line barrier draw, but it is the 2,030 metres. And I thought just on raw ability would beat most of these, Chris. Yeah, a fair comment, Mick. I think um, on her best form, she's probably got a bit of class on a few of those runners. So, um... Yeah, hopefully she's um, you know, somewhere near her best today and um, we can put her into the race at the right time. Um, yeah, probably be expected to be a bit too strong for a few of those. Mate, in the fifth on the cards, you drive again for Darren McCall. You drive Cupcakes and McQueen. Well, she's had plenty of starts. She's been around for a long time, but she's, she's won the eight or nine races. What do you make of Barrier 7 over the mile at Newey today? Yeah, she's, um, she's done a great job. She's only um, tiny, but she gives 100% um, every time. Um, Barrier 7 probably makes it a little bit tricky for her, but um, she's got a little bit of speed out the gate. Um, probably haven't seen it for a little while, but um, I do know that it's there. Um, just where she gets to probably depends on, on where she finishes. Um, I think the run she gets in transit will probably uh, that'll make up the result for her, but you know, if we can get a a good trip somewhere, nice and handy. Um, she won't be far away. In race six, Chris, we're talking to Chris Geary about his drives at Newcastle today. You drive Rockley Ruler. It's a new one for you, but the last start win was pretty good. Outside of the former New Zealand of drum winners, it doesn't look an overly strong field. Yeah, um, I don't know a hell of a lot about um, Rockley Ruler. Um, it's Um, obviously knows the track um, really well and um, I 
Excellent on the card. Chris, you have another tricky barrier draw with Miss Mark. She's got two on the second line. Yeah, probably not a terrible draw for her, Mick. She, um, you know, tends to um, race mostly um, off and helmet, so um, it's probably not terrible. Hopefully we can get a pretty good run through at the start and not be too far off the leaders. And, uh, yeah, I expect her to be um, finishing off really strongly. You're on a horse who has to be a huge chance in race eight, Chris, and Ananias that has consistent menangle form. Um, it's up against an all right type of field here, but the best version of it would have to be competitive here. One of three in the race for the McDonald's. Yeah, definitely, Mickey. The horse I've got a bit of time for. I've had uh, a little bit to do with him of late, um, driving him, and you know, like I said, he's very consistent. Uh, you know, and, and his best form, I, I think he'd give these a lot of trouble in. And, um, yeah, just probably through the second line. Um, again, it's. It's not terrible, but uh, you know, a front-line draw probably would have been um, a lot more ideal for him today, um, just to sort of keep him out of a bit of traffic early. But um, we'll just have to play it by ear there and see what happens. He, um, he can do work in his races too, so um, yeah, the tempo of the race will probably make up that mind for us on, on how we drive him. Another horse you haven't seen much of before driving-wise, but has ability is always rocking. I thought it had to be tough to beat for Pete Rosso in the last on the card, particularly if you can get across them and get to the marker pegs. Yeah, I think that's the key to him. Um, from what I've seen of him, he does leave the gate really quickly, so I'd be surprised if he couldn't get to the fence. But, um, yeah, I think the best version of him, he'd take a bit of catch in Newcastle, but Obviously, uh, there's a few in that race that form that probably stuck up quite strongly. So, uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what Pete says about him and, and how he's been. But, um, yeah, I'd expect him to sort of be the top three chance. Chris, it must be nice going to the races and having six or seven drives and, and plenty of winning chances on a Monday afternoon. Makes it worth the drive? Makes the drive a bit um, Yeah, hopefully we can have a good day and the drive home will, will be even better. So, uh, Mate, we appreciate your time on Sky Sport Radio. Leave us with your best winning chance of the day, or you can have two if you're confident about a couple. Um, I'd, I'd probably have to say Girl from Oz is extremely well graded in, in that race. She, she's quite short, but um, I'd probably take her into something like Miss Mack and, and Ananias as well. They're, they're probably all strong chances for not terrible barriers. Mate, drive safe, go well, and look uh, forward to talking to you again on Sky Sport Radio, mate. No, thanks very much, mate. That's Chris Geary, as you can hear. He's in the car. I'm sure he pulled over because he's a responsible individual. Or put us on the speakerphone on his way to Newcastle, where the afternoon meeting kicks off at 12 minutes past one. So 12 past one for our first today out of Newey. Uh, Canberra tonight is can, so that meeting is off. Although we did have a very busy Sunday in New, Co- and New South Wales yesterday. As mentioned, tomorrow is New Zealand Cup Day, and the man who's driven six New Zealand Cup winners, trained them all too, is Mark Purden. Tomorrow he has the opportunity behind self-assured to equal Ricky May as the most successful driver in New Zealand Cup history.
Let's some title, Mark, as you join us this morning. Thanks for taking the time to talk to our New South Wales listeners. Suppose even with your reputation, you never think you're going to drive six New Zealand Cup winners. <laughs> no, good morning, Mick, and good morning, listeners. No, you never. You know, it's a race you dream to win, but, uh, yeah, it's been very good to me anyway. There'd be a lot of people, Mark, who watch harness racing in New Zealand and think, oh, well, that's not unusual. Mark Burden wins everything. I'm not surprised he won six Cups, but... After you won the first two with Alba Colo in 95 and 96, Mark, you actually had quite a big break, didn't you, between New Zealand Cups and your brother-in-law, for example, Tony Hurley, hasn't won a New Zealand Cup for about 25, 26 years. They're actually a lot harder to win than your record would suggest. Oh, absolutely. Nick, and there's a lot of great drivers that have finished their careers that hadn't won a Cup. So it's not an easy race, and, and it only comes around once a year. <laughs> <clears throat> Mate, you're you're a little self-assured. It's very unusual. You only have the one horse in the race, even though your partner Natalie Rasmussen is the caretaker trainer of South Coast Arden. Last year, you were able to trail or lead trail and then explode away from them on self-assured. It doesn't look that type of race tomorrow, Mark. It looks like you may be doing the work where some of your key rivals, like Classy Brigade and Copy That, might have easier runs. That's right, Mick, and you know he he miss, he'd been missing away, self-assured, leading up to the cup, and um, and still been going great races, and and probably won two or three of them by even missing away. So when he begun so good in the cup, uh, he pretty well looked the winner from from uh, shortly after the start, really. Yeah. What about tomorrow? You're off the second line, and and that means you're more than likely going to second settle midfield at best, maybe in the second half of the field. If Classy Brigade and or, and we're all guessing, but if they happen to run to the lead with Poppy that, can Self-Assured come and make his own luck and beat those horses, Mark? It'll be a test for him, Mick. I think he's capable of doing it. I wouldn't say he's able to do it and still win, but I'm sure he'd, he'd, he'd still be putting plenty of pressure on those two. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's probably a race where... As you say, he's going to be settling midfield, so it's going to be a race that he is going to have to put himself in it at some stage and probably best to be there before they get into that last half. Last time at Ashburton, Mark, he hit the Murphy blind on the inside. He appeared to be waiting for Classy Brigade, who almost beat him. Does the Murphy blind stay on tomorrow? Have you changed anything about self-assured from two weeks ago at Ashburton? No, we're leaving the Murphy on, Mick. He he does drive better with it on, and um, he's always a bit awkward. He, he wants to sort of lay down, so um, or, or run in rather. So uh, um, he's he's better with it on, and I do think after Ashburton, his blood wasn't a hundred percent, and maybe that was more the reason the Classy Brigade got so close. It's um, it's a lot better now, and I think we're on the right track for tomorrow. What about the rest of? The runners. Um, there's a lot of outsiders there, but can you rate for us, for our Australian listeners who who don't bet on the harness all the time? Copy that classy brigade and South Coast Arden, who's staying on your property. How would you rate them as the dangers tomorrow? Well, I think you've summed it up. I think one of those look the winners. Look the winner, Mick, and um, yeah, it'll just be depend what happens early in the race and and what sort of run they get. Mark, you've had an outstanding record 
New Zealand's leading three-year-old size stakes race. It's it's technically now a two-year-old size stakes because the horses don't change birthdays till January the 1st. Franco Indy is 1.75 with tab.com.au. He's looked very good to the eye, Mark. How does he feel? Does he give you the feel of one of your good young horses? Well, he doesn't at home, Mick. It's quite strange. We, we have a bit of top on our track, and he, he really doesn't suit him much. Uh, he struggles in it, but um, when we take him off the place, he shows his best form there. And It was a great run at Ashburton. I just thought he really put a stamp on himself to say, well, I'm a serious horse. So uh, he's got a great draw to work with tomorrow, and he's, he's obviously going to be very hard. Does he have any gate speed, Mark? I've, I've never really pushed him out of the gate. I, I did ask him to cut me out a little bit one night when he trailed um, Can't Find a Better Man, and um, then he, he, he took the... Uh, no, he came out and, and beat him on the day. Uh, he's, he's a pretty fair horse too, but uh, that's the only time I've really asked him to come out a little bit. You've got Oscar Bonavina, a trotter who's had a bit of misfortune. Things have gone wrong in his career on occasions, and he's also run into an awfully, awfully good crop of horses. He's in the New Zealand trotting free-for-all, race seven tomorrow. Again, he's good enough to win, Mark, but I thought it was a slightly tricky draw. <clears throat> yes, the ideal one would be drawing inside Majestic Man because he's probably the horse that would lead. Um, you know, it's only a small field, so even when we settle, he's not going to be too far off the pace. So, um, just got to hope there is a little bit of early speed in the race and it may play into his hands a little bit. But um, as I say, when, when we said, oh, he's not going to be far off the leaders. Mark, he was an exceptional three-year-old. He looked like he had the world at his feet. Has he not got any bigger? Has he not got any stronger? Or has it just been that this is such a good bunch of horses and with the little interruptions he's had, he hasn't been able to sort of get into that rhythm to keep improving? Yeah, I think it's more the little setbacks he's had along the way, and it's hard to come back at this level and just be competitive. And, you know, it might take him sort of four or five runs just to get back to the, the Oscar we know how sort of good he is. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think he's not too far away <clears throat> the way he's trotting. He's, he's trotting as good as he ever has, and he's as sound as we've ever had him. So hopefully he's, we're on the right track. Mark, outside of the races we've just spoken about, is there a horse for our Sky Sport radio listeners to maybe get involved with tomorrow? Because when they turn the TV on, if Mark Purden's tipping one, they might want to have a sneaky dollar. So do you have a sneaky dollar horse for us? Um, probably a horse that's improved with his first up run of Sam Hara, mate. So he's drawn handy enough a number four, and uh, he'd be probably go a great race. All right, mate, I see an American pride in the first. Would he be a horse who could overcome a, what's quite a big handicap? Uh, yes, he's a pretty fair horse. He, he ran third in the jewels to vault for his uh, brilliance and um, um, Greg's horse, Greg Pope's horse. Muscle Mountain? So, Muscle Mountain, yeah, so that's a good indicator, I think. You know, he's a pretty fair horse, so I think in an intermediate grade like this, he'd have to be very hard to beat. Mate, we know you're not, almost certainly not, I presume, going to be heading to the Inter-Dominions with Self-Assured. Can you confirm that for our listeners now, or is he not going to be on the plane to Sydney? No, he won't be, Mick. 
Okay. Will we see? Will we see him in the second half of the season if the quarantine comes down, so you and/or Natalie can go to Australia and come back without having to quarantine? Uh, are you still keen on carnivals like the Miracle Mile, where you've had such a, a huge impact in the last ten years? Once those quarantine borders come down, uh, does it does it bring Australia back into play for you? Oh, most definitely, mate. You, you know, when you've got these sort of horses, you've got to contest those sort of races. And, um, yeah, we've made plans with Jean just to sit down and have a chat about things um, after this week. So, you know, she's naturally going to want them in those better races as well. Your son, Nathan, Mark, has started training in Victoria and he's training up a storm. Um, he came out of the Group 1 last week with Amazing Dream. He's also been looking after better twist for you, your outstanding three-year-old filly. What have you made of her runs over there? Because I thought the first one was okay, the second one was better. I just think maybe, Mark, she needs a draw so she can get into the fight. <clears throat> yeah, that's right, Mick. And also, I think the Australian three-year-old fillies are very, very strong too. So, um, yeah, I think you summed it up. The first run was good, but the next one was better, and she's on the way up. Um so hopefully it would have been probably nice if the final was another fortnight or three weeks away and she could have had another run up for a belt, but it is what it is. Um, I'm sure Nathan, he seems very happy with her and, and she'll be pretty right on the day. A horse, Mark, who you unleashed, you and your training partner Hayden Cullen, in winter was a cooter. Now, he's not in this two-year-old final tomorrow. When are we likely to see a cooter and are our friends in Australia likely to see a cooter? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure whether we're crossing the ditch or not through the, through the year, mate, but um, he, he'll be on track about December and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have some nice races to target for here um, sort of early in the new year. But, mate, you've got a huge team. We appreciate your time. We know you had a sabbatical during the middle of this year. I hope you enjoyed having a lot a, sh- a short break with, with Natalie and getting the brain nice and fresh, Mark. And good luck tomorrow trying to become the record equaling driver in the history of the New Zealand Cup. So we appreciate you taking the time during a busy week to join us on Sky Sport Radio. Good, mate. Thanks. That's Mark Purden, who tomorrow has... Self-assured, it's actually even money favourite. So very short with Tab for the New Zealand Cup. He did get an each-way chance, did Mark, to race six. Number four, Samhara. It's six fifty and two dollars. Six fifty and two dollars for those who want to follow Mark in the albeit a nice strong field. Josh Gallagher is a man who's very much in form. He went to a very unusual meeting. I think it was a Sunday night meeting at Penrith that he, he drove a triple. That was something a bit different for you, Josh. It's not often you get a penis on a Sunday night. Yeah, no, you always have a good night at Penrith. Um, it's been a bit of change shopping from um, Thursday to Sunday, but um, we got the meeting done and it was a good result in the end. Mate, three winners, um, but you're in form, obviously you're seeing them well. Do you, do you feel like you're driving well? Um, yeah, you always feel like you're driving well when you um, get a few winners on a um, on the same night, so um, it just makes the ride home a lot easier and um, you're, not, you're not having to chase your tail between your legs, yeah. 
<laughs> well, mate, you're driving to Newcastle as we speak. We appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. First race at 12 past one. You're on She's So Ideal. What can you tell her, Tell us about this one? Because it's only had one start. Uh, yeah, that, um, I had a first start probably oh, a couple of weeks ago and um, I run up against a couple of good two-year-olds, small tees and Miles McRonnie, and um, they've gone on to uh, race in the um, New South Wales British Challenge Group 1. So um, we've got a little bit of form behind us. Um, they run fifth, so we got a good draw today and um, hopefully can... Uh, find the top pretty easy and um, hopefully be there in the finish. Mate, you want to bolt it in Aquababe in the second on the card. I thought a race where it's going to be really hard to beat Sue Rainbow and we had uh, Chris Geary on earlier. He was confident with the Pooh Bar, so might be a pretty race to win, but maybe she's a place chance. Yeah, she's um, definitely not out of it. The Pooh Bar and um, um, Sue uh, Rainbow. Sue Rainbow, he goes pretty good, so um, they, they're both in form, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully, hopefully looking to run it into a place, but um, yeah, it's drawing a little bit tricky, but um, yeah, we'll just have to see where we get 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 to in the field. Yeah, mate, you're driving Resolute Bay for the boss Kiri Ann Morris in the third on the card. You've got a wide draw, but I thought the second at Goldburn last time was pretty good. Yeah, he's um, had a little bit of problems with his horse, but um, last start he put it all together and um, at Goulburn he um, come with a rush and found the top, so um, hopefully he puts it all together today and um, being out wide over a mile um, at Newcastle isn't too bad. Um, you sort of get a fly from out there towards the inside of one, so... Um, fingers crossed he puts it all together and yeah we can be there in the finish You have a different type of barrier draw with Pete's Art Major in the fifth on the card, it's been to Newey for the last two starts for a second and a seventh, what sort of chance do you give it? Um, yeah she's got a, got a good draw, barrier one um, so hopefully that plays in her favour, she does have a little bit of gate speed but um Looks like there's going to be some uh, speed towards the outside. It's just hopefully we can um, get as close enough to the top end as um, as we can and uh, hopefully get a good running transit. In race six, Chris, you drive a horse I know well called Drum Withers. Pretty nice type of a horse, and Kevin Pizzuto usually improves them. Looks like it might be a little bit too good for most of these. Yeah, he... Um I watched a couple of his um, New Zealand replays and um, he does have a lot of high-end speed. So um, being first up for Kevin, um, hopefully he'll have a um, cherry ripe today and, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he'll be too good in the finish. Mate, you're driving Dan Fernando in race seven. It's his 50th start tonight, so he gets to raise the bat. Not all the way, but just a little wave to the pavilion. What sort of chance is he in the seventh on the card at 4.43? Yeah, I, I I got a lot of time for this um, this horse. He um, he come over from New Zealand and went to Lance Justice. Um, he didn't do too much there, but um, he's come come to our stable and um, we sort of just gave him a few confident runs early up just to get his confidence back. And um, his last two starts, he's 
he's been real good. He's hit the line good, and uh, he runs third and third and a second. So hopefully he can go one one better today. Sort of interesting drive for you, Josh, was in race eight, Delight in Gold. Ran second here last time, which sounds okay. But they broke 153 for the mile. I'm picking you're not going to need to go much quicker today. No, nah, hopefully um, hopefully run a little bit slower so um, well, he can finish a little bit better and um, go that one one placing better. But um, he, he's been out of form a little bit. Um, running up to last week when he ran second, um, Cam R drove him and he got a good trip in the one one. So um, hopefully we can get a good trip again today and um, hopefully he's there in the finish. For the last on the card, mate, you're on better to be tricky, who's had like a million start and just keeps on trying really hard. One last time out, but I actually thought, Josh, this was a pretty good field for an up to ninety. At Newey on a Monday afternoon, there's some nice horses in here. Yeah, this is um, this is a real real good field for um, Newcastle horses. Um, it's over the long distance. Um, he, my my bloke, he can do it tough. So um, there's a bit of speed inside us out there, go. So we'll just have to see where we end up um, going into the first turn, but. Um, Archer, he's been, he's been going real good at Penrith, so we'll just have to see where it lands as well. And um, yeah, hopefully, liking to be in front of it um, going into the first turn. Um, so, been off the front row draw and it's off the second row draw. Um, I do have the advantage over at the start, but yeah, we'll just have to see. Mate, you were busy last night, you're busy today, and you're even busier tomorrow. You've got a full book at Menangle. The one who interests me the most is Princess Kenny. We know she's good enough, and she was excellent two starts ago. What sort of chance is she tomorrow back to this grade? Race three, 2.47 for the Menangle Tuesday afternoon meeting. Yeah, she's she's come back real good, Mick. Um, she won first up and then uh, run into Tough Monarch on Saturday, and um, they run a good race there. She runs fifth, so um, dropping back on a little Tuesday meeting. Um, yeah, she beat she beat most of these horses um, two starts ago, so um, she can do it tough. And um, she was in the one one, got one one cover first up. So um, being over a mile, hopefully we're looking to go forward um, and get a good trip. And um, hopefully she's um, still kicking it. To get in the end. All right, Josh, out of all the horses we have discussed in the last 10 minutes, and we appreciate your time, what's your best chance of driving a winner for the Sky Sport Radio listeners? Um, probably Dan Fernando. I, I really like this horse. Um, he's just cool to do anything with, and um, yeah, hopefully he, he can go one better than that. Mate, we appreciate your time. Drive safe. Congratulations on the treble last night. And uh, yeah, have a good next couple of days because you're obviously a pretty busy man. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on and um, appreciate the time. It's, uh, it's Josh Gallagher. Got a treble last night at Penrith. He's tipping Dan Fernando today. Race 7 at Newcastle. 440, 1.75. 441.75 with tab.com.au. That's on the pace today. We thank Chris Geary. Mark Purden, Josh Gallagher. Tomorrow's a huge day for harness racing.
It is New Zealand Cup Day coming out of Addington. There'll be coverage on Sky, of course. If you're looking for a preview, jump on YouTube. There is a show called The Box Seat. Unfortunately, I'm on it. But apart from that, it's still pretty good. It's going to give you runner-by-runners, bits in every race, and a big look at the cup and lots of interviews. You can watch it, download it off YouTube if you find yourself looking for a bit of a New Zealand Cup fix over the next 24 hours. Brittany Graham will review that and look at all things harness racing in New South Wales with our next On The Pace at 10.30 on Wednesday morning.